is it gonna show up on there? Oh, oh, I see. Okay, so. It's What in the world is that? It's a purple bun. It's from Fraser Farms. That thrift store. <laughs> it's um so Fraser Farms is like a locally owned. It's like a Whole Foods. If, oh, okay. If it wasn't a chain, okay. right, Sam? Fraser. But why Farms. is it purple? I don't know. Do you want to try a bite? Yeah. Does it taste different? It ta- it's like sweet bread. Oh. I don't know if it's what culture it's from. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's like a dessert, but... Dude, people with misophonia... I, I think it's like a, not like a, a foreign dessert where it's like not that sweet. Tastes like just like Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. And it's got like sugar on the outside. Yum. Wow. Are they on your phone as well? Sam, did you text me last night that there's a burrito... Or there's an animal hospital next to the burrito place? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. There was like, so Lola, I was telling Natalie, are we recording? I don't know. I was telling Natalie last night that we had to take Lola to the vet because we thought Lola had snorted a foxtail up her nose because she stuck her head in this bush where there was, it was like all dead grass and foxtails. Right, like immediately when we let her out of the car at the dog park and yeah, so she came out of the bush, and she was sneezing violently, and, like, her face was twitching to Ugh. the left side. Ugh, it was, like, stressing baby. me out, and I was thinking, like, okay, if she keeps sneezing, it might go further and further yeah. up, and um, so I was like, okay, let's just, like, go right away, because I feel like I always kind of err on the side of, like, not going to the vet, and oh, then I feel I'm bad. the opposite. I'm like, if, like, Momo sneezes weird, I'm like, time to make an appointment. It's just so expensive, and when we were, when she was little, we brought her all the time because she just, like, throws up a lot. Pet insurance. I know, but my work doesn't have good pet insurance. You don't need it through work. I know. I should look into other stuff, but, I mean, still, pet insurance is kind of expensive. I have, like... How much do you pay? Emergency. I paid it outright, so it's, like, you pay one flat fee for the year. I think it was 160 for the whole year, mm-hmm. and it... Covers like emergency vet visits, so anytime Mo gets sick, that's covered. Mm. It's just not like if I brought her in for her annual, that does that's not covered. What if it was like her kidneys are failing? Yeah, that's covered. I met a dog last night whose kidneys were failing. Kelsey, why don't you tell me this? This is depressing. No, but he was he was getting better. Oh, (laughs) he he needs like chronic treatment. Um, so like, but it was really cute. He was the weirdest looking dog. This girl, I started talking to her because Lola was like getting uh operated on. Oh yeah, so we brought her in. She like, so look up their noses for foxtail. And this is funny because I had earlier this week Uh talked on the phone with my childhood friend for like an hour and a half. And she's going to school to be a nurse esthetician. Solid. An esthetician. And not a nurse esthetician. <laughs> Wait, like an anesthesiologist? Yeah, you... like a nurse anesthesiologist. Okay. Sorry, I said You that said wrong. esthetician, and I was like, nice, Like nice. a really fancy skincare I was going to say, is that like a specialty med spa type of nurse? I didn't know that you could just like, do I that. Would, I would want that one. Um, no, a nurse anesthesiologist. anesthesiologist. So a okay. doctor, really. Um, but not an MD. So she, so I was talking to her about it cause I was 
Because you know how you like, I don't, have you ever gone under? Uh, yes, unfortunately. Oh, well, I don't need to dig into your protected health information, but, <laughs> um. <laughs> it was just to get my wisdom teeth out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, same. I was like, I've had two knee surgeries and I've gotten my wisdom teeth out, all of which I had to be put under for. And I feel like it's kind of like blacking out from alcohol, if you've ever done that. Yeah. Where, like, you don't remember going to sleep and you don't really. And then you wake up throwing up. Oh, so I didn't get, I never get nauseous, oh, luckily. Ugh. I did. Um, that sucks. I always wake up and feel like I want to go back to sleep. Mm. Like, like it wasn't a true sleep. Um, but I, have you ever thought, because they give you, um, they give you stuff that basically paralyzes you, but then they also give you stuff that makes you forget. Oh. Like anesthesia. Okay. So, <laughs> so I always wondered like, what if? What if you feel all the pain of a surgery, but then you get anesthesia in the end, and so you forget about the whole thing that happened? So you, like, kind of, like, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, I mean, make a sound, but with your brain and your body. I imagine there's some sort of, like, muscle memory where, like, your body remembers the pain. Yeah, the body does. I feel like they have books on that. Like, like I feel like maybe, like, your brain could forget, but, like, your muscles are going to be, like... I don't know. Mm. No scientist here. That's why we're discussing Vanderpump Rules. Well, yeah, eventually. <laughs> um, but I was so I was talking to my friend about this, like this hypothetical. Yeah. I was like, I've always wondered this. Like, mm-hmm. could, do you know anything? She's like, she was like, LOL. That's like actually a question that like we like talk about in school. Like, oh, wow. no one really knows. So maybe you are on to something. So yeah, basically, she was telling me, and she told me that like. Sometimes there will be movement when someone's uh-huh. in surgery and they're under. And I was like, oh, like, what causes that? Like, or is it just random? Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, there's, like, certain areas of the body that, like, are very sensitive. And I was like, so you're telling me that they feel pain and they move and that's why, like, they're twitching? And she's like, well, yeah. Yeah, probably. And I was like, what the? Like, what the heck? Like, I'm so glad I'm not a doctor sometimes because the shit that they yeah. talk about. Not interested. Mm. but she did refer to teeth as luxury bones i believe that though because like you know they're so it's so expensive to have good teeth i've talked about this before but a lot of people i know like don't believe in the dentist or a lot of the dentist stuff i know a girl from montana who's a good friend and she has never been to the dentist in her life how are her teeth they're fine as far as i know that's what i mean i mean that's what i mean but, like, know. if I think about, like, me as a kid, I had, like, six cavities when I was a kid. So if I had never gone to the dentist, like, have teeth. I would just have rotten teeth. So some people can probably just, like, never go to the dentist and be I mean, okay. I I never had cavities as a kid. And then I think my dentist, my first dentist was kind of conservative, and then I changed dentists, and now I feel like they like to fill in everything. Yeah, no, same. Like, but, like, when I was a kid, I guess maybe I wouldn't need a dentist because it was my baby teeth. And so, like, they would just, every time I got a cavity, they just pull it out. Like oh, that, wow. that baby tooth. I didn't know that. It's probably just cheaper. That. No need to fill a cavity in a baby tooth. You're just going to f- fucking lose the tooth. Yeah. No, that's true. And why drill? Ow. Yeah. So you got a lot of teeth pulled? Oh, uh, yeah, quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so back to my story about Lola. Um, she's, like, under. Oh, and I meet this dog, Ace, whose kidneys are failing. Okay. And, okay, it was sad at first. So this guy, this dog, Ace, 
I think he was like a purebred American pit bull, which I don't oh, know. Wow. Looked don't like know a weird uh-huh. dog. He might be special though. Like this dog looked like he was like, like a special. I don't know how else to s- uh-huh. describe it. Anyways, um, he like walks in, and this girl's like, "Oh yeah, we kind we came kind of later today than we usually come," and so I was like, "Oh, they're regulars." <laughs> she almost crashed into the window. Um, yeah, he's on dialysis, Kelsey. Of course, well, he's a regular. I, did, I didn't know in like this, this uh, vet's office. Like, it's just a regular vet uh-huh. office and a twenty-four hour like urgent urgent care, care. okay, which is really nice. Um, and she, I was like, oh, so like, what's he in here for? And he's like, oh, his kidneys are failing. He has to like come in and mm-hmm. get his like fluids. So I don't really know. I was like, I thought kidneys were supposed to filter your blood from the fluids you have drink. So if you're a dog, can you just get fluids? Or, like, did he go to on a dialysis? She didn't call it a dialysis. I don't know. But, Maybe. Um, the way that Lola breathes against the window and it, like, fogs <laughs> up right in front of her nose is so cute. That's so funny. She loves a front window. She always stares at it as we go. So cute. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then after, like, 45 minutes of Lola being gone... They co- the vet comes out. She's like, your dog's a heavyweight. Like, she will not go down no matter how much med. She was like, she's he she's on the Michael Jackson combo is what she said in terms of, like, medication. And it still wouldn't take her down. Yeah, Lola was not having it. Um, she would not let them look up the nose. But by that time, she had stopped sneezing. So I think we just ended up spending $500 to confirm that she's okay. But. Worth it, in my opinion. I'll spend any amount of money just to confirm that the mole is alive and well. Mm. Like it's like I anything. Like I, I took her to the vet for dandruff. Told me she was fine. <laughs> they were probably like, why? Like I made her annual. It's for next weekend, and they texted me and they're like, "Is there a reason you're coming in?" And I was like, "Well, it's for her annual." They're like, well, I mean, if there's nothing wrong, like you don't, you don't have to bring her in. And I was like, it's her annual. Thank you very much. We come every year at this time to do blood work and a checkup. So I'm keeping the appointment. We're gonna proceed. You do blood work every time. Yeah. I don't. Even, I feel like I, I like getting. It makes me feel better getting a blood panel done on the mo every year because of her obesity, making sure nothing has changed. <laughs> Um, the, the vet was telling me last night that her friend had a dog who had a foxtail that got... Oh, in the lung? I, I think, like, in the lung. And some, one had one, like, close to the heart. Oh. Yeah, I've heard some horror stories about foxtails. How does that... I don't know. I look at Lola, and I'm like, she's a foxtail pincushion. <laughs> she gets them all over her. Okay. Is she gonna bark at you? Lola, what's the matter? I've never met a dog so whiny, like, or vocal. She's like, she just picks. Oh no! Here she comes! Here she comes! Ah, Lola! Attack of the Lola! She's like, this cord is in my way. Lola, you can go under the cord. There you go. Helpless. Um, should we get into VPR? Because I do have to dip. Remember, dipping probably in like. 15 minutes really yeah oh i didn't okay yeah wait let's talk about the tom schwartz podcast okay we'll start with that because this is recent in my brain um 
Schwartz was actually pretty likable on the Jackson Britney podcast. It, it, it humanizes him more. You kind of get a look into his life of, you know, his dad almost dying, his brother's in rehab, his other brother just got cancer. And it, you can kind of tell, like, he had a lot going on. I mean, I've been not pro-Schwartz this whole time, but it kind of gives you a different perspective. You know, he's getting divorced, he's moving out, he's got a bar. He just has a lot going on. And so, like, in his mind, like, he wasn't that interested in, like, Sandoval's life, honestly. Not interested, but, like, he didn't have the time for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, when Sandoval told him, like, hey, I'm hooking up with Kel, he was like, oh, you need to tell Ariana and, like, shut it down and, like, move on. Mm-hmm. And then he just never, like, followed up, I guess, with him. But, like, I don't blame him because it's, like, it's not his job to do that. Like, Tom Sandoval is a grown-ass man. He's not, you know, his dad. You can't make him do anything. Yeah. And then the second thing in that interview that I thought was super interesting was that he mentioned that, or not he mentioned, this is this was a real weird, weird, weird thing. Okay, so Brittany says in the podcast that Tom Sandoval texted her May 26 or something. So like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. at this point, like Sandoval's fully out there. He texts Brittany and goes, yo, Britt, like, I have a show this weekend in Louisville, Kentucky. Like, if any of your friends or family want to go, like, I'll add them to the list. And she said, like, the prior text before that was two years ago of her wishing him a belated birthday and him never replying. Wow. So they have not spoken in three years. Yeah, maybe she said 2020. So three years they have not spoken. And he hits her up out of the blue, posts Scandival saying, if any of your friends or family want to come to my show in Louisville, like... Do you think his shows are, like, getting a lot of people to go? Clearly not. Clearly he's desperate to fill them if he's reaching out to someone he hasn't talked to in three years that he knows clearly hates him. Yeah, well, I feel like that whole thing is kind of weird because does he have no friends? Is that also I don't. I also just don't know if he's just that delusional. I think there's, like, part of it is delusion. I mean, that's crazy. Okay, let's just, like cut to the the big reveal that he's been trying to defend himself on the whole it was one One time time. and it's like the the more you repeat yourself the more you just look like an idiot it was one time and then he's trying to say like january was yeah like but yeah she was saying it was a consistent thing while they were filming even yeah and it would like started before mexico which was in august and we know they hooked up multiple times in mexico which is gross yeah. I I was did we already talk about somebody said that like Raquel was supposed to room with some another bridesmaid. Oh yeah. At the hotel and she like made up some excuse that like for filming she couldn't have anybody else in the room. Yeah. Which, Even though she, they could like hide the stuff during So that's why like if she could bone Tom Sandy. That's I yeah. Do do you think that they it might have been going on for longer than before? Who knows? They're both such liars at this point. Like, I, anything Tom Sandoval says, I do not believe. I do not believe a single word he says. There's two conspiracy theories that are linked to Raquel. One is Raquel's haircut. Some people oh, because if that Ariana has she, short hair? Some people think that when she cut her hair short was when she started, she slept with Tom Sandoval for the first time mm. or something. Um, and then I saw another one today, which was where James got really mad at her for like going out to girls night and being so drunk. And this might have been like season mm-hmm. seven. And then she didn't 
come back to his place. She uh-huh. just went to, like, she said Sheena took her home. And some people think that she hooked up with Tom Sandoval that night. Because there's, like, a video. Oh. Of yeah, but I don't know. I just. It's hard to say, but I was a little annoyed that the producer didn't say when she was like, yeah, the second time we hook up, hooked up was in Mexico. When was the first? When was the first? Why did you not what? ask, like, a definitive, when was the first time you ever, ever hooked up? Like cross the line. I think they. She was implying that the first time was after girls' night. Okay, so the girls' night was or after boys' night. Boys' night. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Do you think it happened before that? How do you go from being friends to just full blown boning in a car without like it's true some yeah. foreplay going on there? Well, like making out or something. On Celebrity Memoir Book Club, they were saying that um, on their Patreon that uh, that the girls, like, basically bullied Raquel into being, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with that, but, like, they were, I think they were joking that, like, the girls on the girls' trip kind of bullied Raquel into hooking up with Tom, because she was like, yeah, I just stopped caring about what other people thought. Yeah. Like, I only cared about, you know, what I yeah. wanted, and, um, which is, like, kind of crazy, because... They were kind of... Honestly, they were kind of mean to her on the girl's trip. Oh, 100%. The, like, like, if this never came out, I would be, like, in Raquel's corner. Like, yeah. they were mean to her. But now but that was, all goes out the window. The whole, the whole thing with Tom Schwartz, though, was pretty, like, fucked up. I could see why Katie didn't like her, but then, like... I don't know. I just feel like when you're going to make fun of someone, make fun of them for the reasons why you don't like them, if you're justified. Not yeah. for their galaxy lights. <laughs> That was so dumb. Like, nobody gives a shit about the galaxy lights. Although it does make a lot of sense with Tom Sandoval. Now, in retrospect. Yeah. But, um, Okay, pause. One thing I have to go back to the Jax and Britney podcast that was even more weird to me was um, Tom Schwartz is talking about how he's on Stars, Stars on Mars. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, listing the people that are on it. And he's like, oh, Arielle Winter, you know, the girl from Modern Family. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 25. And Brittany goes, oh, I know who that is, Jax. That was Jax's celebrity crush for a while. And I was like, when was she Jax's celebrity crush? Jax is 42 years old and Ariel <laughs> Winter is currently 25. Like, When was when did Modern Family go off the air? A couple of years ago. Because So she was like 23 at the oldest, 22 probably. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, no? I mean, Jax is so... I just feel like... Yeah, I don't know. Jackson's a <laughs> sexual predator. Like, I feel like no one's safe. Not a soul. Well, it's just like, that seems kind of odd. I think the whole, like, rumors about, like, threesomes between Billy Lee, Tom Sandoval, and Ariana are super weird. I don't know if they're, I bet, I feel like Tom Sandoval has hooked up with Billy Lee. I don't know if Ariana has. It's so messy. Well, like, when you see the reunion everyone, clip, from, like, when Billy Lee was on, Tom Sandoval has the same exact, like, the way he talks was exactly the same. Like, you know, dude, like, Billy Lee and I just didn't hook up. Like, that's just not true. So they bring like, it up at the reunion? Yeah. And if oh, you go wow, back and watch the clip... Big rumor. Yeah, like, if you go back and watch that clip, it's, like, exactly the same of how he talks at this reunion, which makes me think he's totally lying then, and they did hook up. Okay, how do you feel about Ariana and the fact that, like... She has been, like, co-signing a lot of Tom's behaviors all throughout the years. And, like, 
I know we're like not supposed to victim blame, but again, to bring it all back to Celebrity Memoir and Book Club, I was joking with Sam that I should have a podcast that like recaps other podcasts oh, well. and talks about them. Well, I just saw a TikTok and they were like, how are people standing behind James Kennedy? Look, James Kennedy, anybody that's a James Kennedy fan is self-aware enough to know that James Kennedy is a piece of shit. But a loving piece, like... One that you want on your reality TV. Like, there's just something endearing about him. Where it's like, yeah, we know he's a piece of shit. But I still want him on the show. He's my favorite quote-unquote character on the show. He just adds this level of ridiculous, comedic... And he is, honestly, there's no perfect victim, but he has a pretty tragic backstory yeah i mean his mom is fucking nuts his parents were both alcoholics growing up and he got bullied so badly that the kids twisted and broke his leg and he has some sort of like fat phobia stemming from childhood was he a chubby child no remember we speculated last time oh yeah because he's he's so fat fat phobic that I'm sure he might have been chubby as a kid. Who knows? Oh, I was, I, you know, looking at him, I get the opposite feeling that he was, like, probably a tiny kid. Yeah, he was super scrawny in his earlier seasons. He still was with Kristen. But do you remember he when his mom stole well. Kristen's credit card to, like, get Botox? Do you remember that storyline? No. I need to rewatch it because I feel like I've done Maybe that nails. was, like, off camera. I can't remember. But I supposedly, when stuff happens Yeah, camera. supposedly she stole his Kristen's credit card to get Botox. You know what the problem with these shows is? Is they release them so long after they were filming them. Yeah, that's true. Because I was like, originally, without this ending to Vanderpump, they would have stopped filming in September. And now it's like, what? Mm-hmm. May? And we're yeah. talking about shit that went on starting Well, that's in- why I was saying, like, when I talked to a couple guys at my work, they were like, why is Ariana? Like, they were not as team Ariana as I am. And I think it's because people aren't realizing that, like, this was filmed so shortly after her realization of the affair i think it's still so raw that people are like now consuming that content months later where she's got all these brand deals and stuff i think they're just like have a different perspective of ariana versus like if we were watching this real time as it was happening with her two weeks after the affair i think people wouldn't be as like starting to turn on her that's a good point about the brand deals especially like i forget about that we have like We know how successful she's been after this. But I do think, like, you have to keep in mind, like, how she was yelling at Raquel at the reunion. Like, she had not seen Raquel at all before that. And she did not plan on seeing Raquel ever again after that. So it's, like, her one chance. And, like, how often do you get to, like... Confront the mistress. confront the mistress in a room full of people that are totally on your side. Yeah, Yeah, nobody gets to have the free reign to yell at the mistress in her face with people supporting you. super hot. Uh, Yeah, like... (laughs) Having the world on your side. Like, yeah, no, that was her opportunity to let Raquel have it. And I'm oh, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to... I feel like women get hard, judged so harshly when they have, like, kind of angry emotions or reactions. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of the stuff she said, I was like, I don't know. I don't think it's, like, that sick of a burn. But, like, it's hard to, like... Oh, I, I thought the Harry Potter burn was hilarious. Where she's like, you're a Dementor. I know you like Harry Potter. <laughs> That's funny. And Raquel's face was just like, I thought that was funny because it was like, in my mind, it was like her breaking something down to Raquel in like a language Raquel could understand. Like, like she's like, 
<laughs> Raquel has read Harry Potter. So let me explain this in terms that can get into Raquel's brain. You are a dementor. <laughs> like, you're Voldemort. Like, it's, uh, is it pronounced dementor or dementor? I don't know. Is it Ariana or what did Ariana. Tom say? Ariana or Ariana? He's like, Ariana. You need to tell Ariana. Ariana. Yeah, I think I heard on Watch What Crappens that like she doesn't really care Ariana versus Ariana. But I've she always said like Ariana. Ari. Oh, I don't think. I've always said Ariana. I've always said Ariana because that's how Tom says But Tom it. Schwartz or said Tom Ariana in the latest episode. Yeah. Which I clocked immediately. What? Um, I feel like there's something specific. Let me look at my notes. Um, Raquel saying she was uncomfortable the entire time on the girls' trip. Um, how, how did you feel about Ariana refereeing the whole thing? What do you mean? I don't know. She was just, like, telling people. She was, like, not your... Like, I don't know. I felt like she was directing it, and, like, Andy kind of was letting her. I think that's fair. I think he has to defer to Ariana. Ariana. Yeah. And, like, be, like, what... Like... Let her, you know, set set the tone, I guess, or, like, because she's the victim in this. Let her, like, you know, give direction. Yeah. How do you feel about Lala saying that Raquel shouldn't bring up that she just found out that Lala and James fucked at the beginning of their relationship? Okay, so, like, admittedly, like, I agree with Lala and James in the sense that, like, I don't care about that anymore. Like, I don't even want to waste time talking about it. Like... I'm so, like, it's whatever. But, yes. Like, obviously at the time when we were watching it, I thought that Lala telling Raquel to get over it when she just found out was dumb. Like, she just found out. Like, why should she be over it already? But, like, on the other hand, like, this was, what, six years ago? Wow. James and Raquel aren't together anymore. They dated so long. Yeah, like, I think if, if James and Raquel were still together and she found this out, Obviously, that would be much more of an issue. But, like, they're not together anymore. They slept together, like, so long ago. They were both bare, fresh relationships. Like, it just seems... Like, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, honestly. And I think what Lala was annoyed about was that Raquel, like, maybe had said at the time, like, uh, when she got... When Lala told her, she was just, like, whatever about it. Mm-hmm. And then when she realized, like, oh... This gives me something to put in my back pocket about Lala. So when I like when I need it, I can use it. Yeah, it was like convenient. She had that. I do. I just feel like it kind of plays into. I have such like conflicted feelings about Lala. I do too. Because I do feel like it's unfair like, of her I, to be you like, know what I've been thinking it. about a lot is how she keeps saying like I was not a mistress, and I want to just break something down here. <laughs> the definition of mistress does not have an asterisk that says. You're not a mistress if you don't know the man is married. You, whether you're a knowing participant of being the mistress or not, you are still, by definition, the mistress. I feel like I need to look this up now. Well, like, she's like, I wasn't a mistress because he lied to me and told me he wasn't married. Okay, maybe you're unknowingly a mistress, but you're still a mistress. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not throwing blame on you or anything. I'm just saying you can't keep saying that you weren't when it sounds like you were. Yeah. Not that it matters, but I'm just saying, like... Well, the thing about Lala, too, is, like, everyone around town was telling her Randall was married. Exactly. But that's the thing, is, like, I don't think she didn't know. And in her mind, if she didn't know that he was married, 
she's not a mistress. Yeah. Which is, like, not true, because, like, you were, like, making comments about his ex-wife or wife, whatever the fuck. I just feel like I would have so much more respect for Lala if she was like, yeah, I fucked up. I chose the wrong man. I wanted someone to take care of me, and, like, there's nothing wrong with that. And then I chose to have a child with him because I thought it would turn out okay with him. But I just wish she would be like, I was a mistress, but I didn't know he was. He lied to me and said they weren't together anymore, and I believed him. Yeah. So, yeah, the mistress comment, like, whatever. Like, yeah, I was. But, like, who? Like I wasn't a knowing participant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The whole, God, Lisa. But I don't know if I believe that, but, like, you know what I mean. That she wasn't a knowing participant? Yeah. I mean... I mean, Listen, I obviously think the dude lied. a private jet and someone, you know, flying me to a therapist when going through that effort to have them lie to me, I'd be like, okay, maybe I could turn a blind I, eye. But maybe not, not to Randall, because he's gross. But, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like Lala's really capitalized on this. And maybe I listen to Heather McDonald too much, and I feel like she's up Lala's ass. Um, I like their relationship. I think it's very sweet. I guess I kind of feel like she's like Lala's aunt. Yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah, but I do feel like Heather McDonald bothers me in the sense that, like, she is so thirsty sometimes that I'm like, okay, well, you can have... I guess you don't want to talk shit about your friends and, like, no, your friends. yeah, I get it. Yeah, but, um, yeah, she always, like, acts like everything Lala says is a sick burn, which I'm like, okay, so I did love is. the college burn. I thought that was pretty funny. Well, um, it's so funny because Raquel would always bring up that she went to college. I'm not dumb, Lala. I went to college. Oh, yeah, because Lala would always I have a degree. Dude, Sonoma State. But what did Lala say? She's like, you God, know- like, if this is the kind of person that comes out of this college, like, don't fucking go to that college. Yeah. She was. She, was, she said, then fuck. Um, Oof. Sorry. I yeah. got to go. Where are you going again? I'm meeting up with another couple. We have lunch plans in OB, and um, Austin was golfing beforehand, and so they're meeting us there. Oh, fun. I know. I was like, when did... I texted you that I had to leave at 12. Okay, I don't... I have to head out. Oh! (laughs) Dude, I woke up so late this morning. (laughs) Well, when you said 11, I said, uh, like, I sure but like wow and then you got here oh my god I like did not read that correctly that's so funny okay well I'm sorry (laughs) no it's fine I feel bad that I cannot proceed but I wanted to get my two cents in anyway yeah any last anything that like you really need to um fuck Tom Sandoval and where where are you going out to lunch in OB LaDonia LaDonia let me know how it is is that a Mexican restaurant yeah but yeah um final thoughts fuck tom sandoval he's a liar raquel clearly being coached by tom with the whole bombshell um third final thought that producer did a great job cracking weak raquel like a nut like (laughs) like the fact that he just like basically was like i know you're lying and she was like you're right Okay, we have lied. It was just, like, so good. It surprised me because she'd been such a good liar all season. But I was like, why break now? Well, that's what I mean. Like, why break now? But I think this was post-reunion, and I think maybe finally some of the emotions were getting to her because she's been such a robot. Maybe finally she was like, fuck. Like, now having all these people just ream into me, like, maybe it finally, like, hit a nerve. Well, it's interesting because she filmed ITMs that day for the season. Like, the the interviews for the rest yeah. of the season. 
Um, and then she just happened to break at the end of that. That because that was was that that was after the reunion. Yeah, that was like six days after. Oh, so they filmed that. After so maybe the like the fact that um, Ariana telling her she's nothing and let that sink in finally like sunk in. in. All right. Oh. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> See you next time, everyone. I need to dip. <laughs> Bye. This is me dipping. All right, hi guys, it's just me now. Natalie left because I don't know how to read a text, but in my defense, I did wake up kind of late and I read her text at like, I don't know, I, I woke up at like 7.30 this morning, was awake for like an hour and then went back to sleep from like 8.30 to 9.30. And that's when I replied to her text and I didn't really understand what it said at first, but now it makes a lot more sense. So... Um, I'm kind of over talking about Vanderpump rules because I just feel like at this point it it's what what's the phrase? A dead horse beating the dead horse. Um yeah, I don't know like how much more I have to say about the whole scan of all thing, except for that I mean it's been what a historic past couple of months for reality television. And bravo, thanks for bringing it. Um, We can end this podcast on some fun notes. I just joined a subreddit called Cartnarks, and it's where where people tell on people who don't leave their shopping carts in the designated area, which is pretty wild. So... Let's see. Okay, guys, we're going to end with an Ask Reddit question asked by user Antisick. What's a news story that got buried that you think more people need to hear? Top answer with 18.3 thousand votes is Cat-Sith. Says that, says that time a few years ago when Equifax doxed a third of the U.S. and only one person saw any jail time in just four months at that. First comment reply says, it's okay, though, since we all got our 1.47 USD checks slash S, which means sarcasm in the Reddit world. And apparently you had to sign an agreement not to sue them later for your $3 or whatever it was. Um, And then someone's explaining that's what a class action suit does. More about penalizing the company and making lawyers rich than it is about compensating the victims. And having gone to law school, I can confirm that is my impression of class actions. So the next top comment with 13.4 thousand upvotes is juggling geek is their username and it says the uk post office scandal over a decade hundreds of sub postmasters were sacked prosecuted bankrupted and even jailed for supposedly stealing from their own businesses turns out that the post office had installed the shoddy accounting software which was randomly throwing out incorrect transactions the post office had have behaved abdominally from beginning to end spending millions dragging the case through the courts in hope that the claimants would run out of funds. 
Even today, decades later, the compensation scheme has become a scandal within a scandal, with some claimants who lost hundreds of thousands being offered only a few grand in compensation. Others have their claims gobbled up by bankruptcy fees. Second comment by username RJB7190 says, and to add, I think around 60 of the postmasters caught up in it have since died before being able to claim their compensation. It's a genuinely historically disgraceful episode for the post office and the UK judicial system. Edit, just to further add, some of the postmasters that have died took their own lives or died by suicide. Trigger warning, sorry. As a direct result of the effects of their wrongful convictions stemming from this. It just, it's just indescribably sad. People who worked hard their whole lives having everything ruined slash taken away through no fault of their own. That's a big, big one to know about. The UK post office scandal. I believe in transparency and getting the word out. So, okay, to end on maybe a little bit of a lighter note. I don't know if this is lighter, but comment by Jeffrey33 with 8.7 thousand upvotes. The Mormon Church became one of the richest organizations in the world by creating illegal shell stock holdings. Fun fact, my first boyfriend, quote unquote, (laughs) we dated for like two weeks and didn't really, yeah, neither of us had a license, so it wasn't really that anything. Anyways, um, he was Mormon, and <laughs> I've since then I've always had a fascination with Mormons. I've joined like the ex Mormon subreddit and <laughs> their lingo on it. They're so funny. So they call people who um, are no longer in the Mormon church but used to be. They call them exmos. And then there's a lot of people on the subreddit like me who have never been Mormon, and they call you nevermos. So. Never Mo's and Xmo's, and then they have other uh, names for people. But I thought that was funny. Okay, I should probably get going and take Lola on a walk. Unfortunately, hi. Yeah, she heard that. Unfortunately, we can't. Probably shouldn't go to the dog park with all the foxtail scare. So, dead sad. But we'll have fun. I just wish there was a dog beach closer by. Anyways, I'm gonna take off. Talk to you later. Bye.